and then once you hit the second, the chance of something happened to me to the baby is much lower yeah so i had already been in the second so i'm like i'm good so to have this cramps and bleeding was throwing me off but in my mind i'm like i'm good like this has got to be something else so how do you how do you how'd you feel like you get, the, you call. get the call <laughs> oh man my my whole life just like just like that sinking feeling mm-hmm. yeah or just dropped and I was with AJ and I remember getting that call and I was worried like because she, she said she didn't feel good and yeah. you know, this is not normal. Hey everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to This Is Real with yours truly, Pastor Juan Martinez, a.k.a. Dr. Love. And I'm Stephanie Martinez-Rave. Welcome back, you guys. Man, I get excited. Obviously, we, we always have real people with real problems, real solutions. I think it's really important to be transparent. Uh, vulnerability, I think, is the best thing yeah. on the planet because, you know, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, and I think it's really important um, when we get vulnerable, I think sometimes yeah. we talk from a shallow place, so it's mm-hmm. like kind of real, <laughs> you know, it's like 80% real and mm-hmm. not the the full gist of it. So I'm excited about our guest today because yeah. we get to talk. Um, and some of y'all might know them already, but you know, they're friends. They're friends. So <laughs> I know them for a long time. You think you know them. <laughs> we haven't known them for a long time now. How long have we known each other now? Uh, nine plus nine, years. Nine plus years. Yeah, yeah nine, nine plus, plus years. years. Wow. What's up, Mariana? How are you? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, it's been a while since we had you on the radio or anything like that, huh? Uh, it's been like 11 years. <laughs> 11 wow, years. Wow. Yeah, that is... The proper introduction. Everyone give it up for Angel and Mariana Hernandez. <laughs> Come on. Hey, yeah, you get the ba-ba-ba. <laughs> so, hey, tell us, how long have you guys been married? Uh, we've been married for going 11 years now. I'm going to hit 12 pretty soon. A couple months. Dope. Nice. Dope. And uh, kiddos? Two. <laughs> <laughs> two kids. Like, uh, I didn't want to answer kids. everything. So that's <laughs> yeah. yep. Two kids. Two kids. Boy, girl. Okay, nice, nice. And so you guys, uh, you you do worship? Uh, I'm behind the scenes, like the guys behind the cameras right now. Okay, <laughs> so you appreciate them guys. I appreciate you re- them You're guys. like, yo, yep, shout yep. out to the guys behind the scenes yeah. who make everything happen. Yep, so I do, uh, I work with a live production team nice. at Get Rap Church. Nice. I do sound, uh, and I do our online streaming sound as well. What? Cool. So yeah. when you're watching online, you're the guy. I'm the they finally get to see the guy. I'm the ears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so hey, did it sound great last week? Everybody's like, and you're like, just tell. They start tagging Angel. Hey, start tagging. Um, Angel. The sound. <laughs> yeah, man. And so, how old are your kids? Five and one. Wow. Baby. That's Baby. dope. And you have a, a future drummer. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tell, tell us. Tell us a little bit about him. Musical. Um, he started drumming when he was like six months. He would tap on everything and then we actually bought him some drum set at one and a half and he's been playing yeah he did since. incredible yeah, I was yeah, tripping yeah. out on mm-hmm. Christmas service I was like wow this dude says like it was dope I was excited it was exciting to see he loves the audience he loves the audience and the baby sings and the baby sings so I know she's gonna sing we catch her just humming to herself by herself I'm like wow and then she'll do this little beat she'll go yeah, he's doing it. on the next album. Produced by. Definitely got that from Can I see the talent? Definitely got that from Mama. Yeah. That's not me. Hey, you never know. Before you know, she's, because you like basketball, she's handling the rocks. She's, we'll see. We'll see if that athletics like comes out. Okay, so your story is not like, now obviously, I want to get into certain parts of your story, but 
you guys don't have the story like you know because a lot of times we i think this is important to say a lot of times people think that the testimony is only like i've been shot five times been in prison yeah, yeah. then the thing that's not your story right no uh, uh, tell us a little bit about your before you came to jesus or have you you were born like boom into jesus Go ahead, well, i was born into jesus <laughs> were, yeah okay so my i i think i was born sunday and my dad went to preach and then went to the hospital, and then that was there. Wow. <laughs> so your dad's so a pastor. So my parents are pastors. Oh, PKs. Uh, yep. And then I s never left, basically. I've been Christian my whole life. He, he did. Would you say that there was a time, though, like, you know, because I feel like this happens, too, like, where yeah. you're like, oh, I've been in Jesus, da, 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 but you really weren't because you didn't really understand, like, the, the personal relationship part. You get what I'm saying? Like, you could be around it. You could be religious, maybe. You know, I don't know. I'm mm -hmm. just going off mm -hmm. of what I hear a lot of times people say, you know, but what do you think that you've made him Lord, like, boom, just your whole life? Or you think there was a moment where you were like, man, I've been in church for a while, but I really didn't make, you know, I'm going to accept him as my Lord and Savior. Was there like that moment for like you? Like your personal, you know, decision. Well, I got baptized at 11, mm -hmm. but I feel like I didn't really understand as much as when I was, I think, 15. 15? That's really when I Surrendered. was like, oh my God, I love Jesus. Yeah? That's <laughs> yeah. dope. Oh, like, I really dope. love Jesus. So how were you in high school and stuff, like loving Jesus? Because you're, you're, I know how I was 15 and sophomore. I was just cool for Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. So for you, I was friends with everyone. Yeah, but were you like Jesus? Like, were you talking to people about Jesus? And they, I am very. I don't know. I'm just very shy. They knew. They knew that I go to church. They, you know, some of my friends did certain things yeah, that yeah. they're not supposed to. Yeah. And so when I would be yeah, in she the room, she doesn't want to put her friends on blast. They smoke pot. Yeah. So if I was around, they're like, no, 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 or like they would say, I'm sorry if they're cussing. Like it would okay. just. They would know that I'm different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I didn't, like, make them feel bad. So yeah. they welcomed me, I guess. Yeah, I they were so. like, let her hang out. I still love them. She could be the designated driver. But they driver. knew I'm not going to participate. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's dope. Were you singing so. then? Did you know, like, you had a singing talent and all that? Because you can sing. I you sang. sang since I was three, basically. Nice. Wow. But I did stop singing for a while. I just wanted to play with toys and stuff. My mom never forced us. Mm. Really? So I didn't really come back till 11 when I got baptized. And so wow. since 11, I haven't stopped singing. Nice. Nice. Your mom sings too? Were y'all yes. like, were y'all like, my oh. mom, my dad, my grandparents. Wow. Uh, so the holidays cousin. were y'all singing? Mm -hmm. and like in the crib and everything? Did y were y'all just all singing, harmonizing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, because all singing family was that like the thing? Um, yeah. Was your life a musical? Kind of, kind of, yeah, right? Uh, um, they're like, good morning. You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm just no, saying. but that's funny. <laughs> no, look, I, when we were in Alaska, I got to yeah. kind of hang out with Pastor Johnny, and know, their family, family is like that. And, and they so like they, play the piano boom, somebody went to the, in, it was instant. Once they all got together, like one person went to the piano, the other three, the grandfather, everybody, they all sang wow. and all played instruments. So they all would sing like songs. They all, it was like a worship session, mm -hmm. like yes. during like just the hangout. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Cause that's what they love to do. And that's what they all did their whole life. So from grandfather all the way down to the youngest one, mm. it's kind of trippy. So I just looked yeah. at your life and I was like, I wonder if they were like, you know. It was at church. At church, yeah. mm -hmm. okay. That's cool. Like, that's cool. And so How about you, Angel? You? Me. Well, I wasn't born in church. I okay. was. Uh, I basically started going to church at nine. My mom, uh, you know. <laughs> He's like, I wasn't born at nine. <laughs> I went at nine. <laughs> I went at nine. Uh, my mom 
got saved when I was uh, nine years old. I forgot how old she was, but yeah, yeah, she she got saved, and we she, we started at a Pentecostal church, so we yeah. went from zero to a hundred. <laughs> Boom! Yeah, right, right off the yeah. bat, so, everybody's talking in tongues, so everybody's running around, and you know, yeah. and uh, wow. people jumping. People, I was like, so it was something new for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but then you know, after being there for a while, you know, it was, I was used to it, but mm-hmm. I've never had a relationship. I got baptized at 15. Okay. But I didn't have a relationship with God until I hit 23. Mm. Wow. 23. Okay. And that's when I went, met my wife. Mm. Really? Yeah. So from 9 to 23, what was your it life was just, like? It was just going to church, you know. Routine. That was the thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom forced us to go, and we had to read our Bible. And, yeah. you know, that was the, we were forced to do it. And, you know, uh, my dad didn't go to church. Uh, so it was only my mom, mm-hmm. but it's funny. My dad was the one that pushed me to go to church more than my mother. Mm-hmm. So it was one one of those days, I don't feel too good. You know, it was be my dad to be like, get get your butt up, yeah. <laughs> get to church. This is good for you. Yeah. Yo, I, I think like, that's important. Yeah. I think sometimes we're like, don't sh- don't push him. You push him to do your history homework. Yeah. You push him to do like push him to do the right yeah. thing too. I like, never got it. Like, why are you pushing me to go? You don't even go, man. Yeah. When, yeah. Are, when are you gonna go with us? And yeah. he honestly never went to church with us ever. Like not wow. once in my childhood. But when I when I turned like I want to say I was like uh, I was like thirty years old. Yeah, thirty one. When my dad my dad finally decided to go to church with my mother and i was like i'm gonna be there with you when you do that oh, wow that's cool. so that, was a, that was a huge that's moment fire. That's cool. y'all have some yeah. fire <laughs> moments yeah. so you meet jesus and then you meet your wife well i meet her you meet her and, and then, then i meet jesus yeah mm. she she <laughs> like this thing gonna work <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like oh you're missing something uh, very important here <laughs> yeah. yeah so she we started you know i started reading the bible or like, like she taught me how to pray kind of because wow. you know i always had like you know, when i when i prayed it was like your oh god you know like those yeah yeah, yeah. You know, but he's a, you know just trying to have a relationship with him you know you yeah. just, just treat him like your dad you know like that conversation so that those are the conversations we had when we started dating and you know, reading Bibles late at night and, you know, and just praying for each other and just, that's that's the first time I had a truly real relationship with God. You know, that's the first time. That's you know. And so, boom, you guys get married. And then, now, I know you mentioned your babies and stuff, but you, uh, there was a time where you were trying to have babies, but you couldn't have babies, right? Right. All right, tell us a little bit about that. So, like, when you couldn't have kids, right? Because you guys were trying. Well, we we went to the doctor and we got checked. Okay. Remember? Yeah. And I got checked. I was fine. And then he got checked, and there was something wrong. Mm-hmm. <coughs> She's like, there was something wrong. With you. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it got right. Uh, yeah. It worked out. Yeah. <laughs> no, but at the time, they were saying that it was impossible for... You guys have children? Yeah, to conceive. Yeah. Because it was just not sticking to the egg. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you guys um, were married for how long before you even started trying? Um, well, we did want to wait. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like we were trying from mm. the beginning. Yeah. But it had been seven years. Wow. That's really cool. At the time, I think six. Mm-hmm. So we were you like, guys had okay, that's, fun, that's enough fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should settle down now. A lot, a lot of traveling. That's we we did of, enjoy the marriage yeah, a lot. Cool. Very um, cool. So after six years, we were like, I think it's time. And he was like, I think so too. <laughs> And so um, that's when like we, f- we found out we like couldn't. It's mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, but um, I remember receiving the call. The nurse was very cold. So I don't know if she was just having a rough day. And she was like, look, you can't, you know. And to me, like, that's, like, one of my dreams is to mm-hmm. be a mom. Mm-hmm. And then that same 
Mm. Um, I think she called me Friday. That Sunday was Mother's Day. Oh, wow. So you see, like, on Facebook, Instagram, commercials, it's all about Mother's Day just plastered in my Mm. face. And then I'm like, I'm never going to experience that. Mm. How are you feeling on the other side of that? According to the nurse. Right. Well, I felt really... In the beginning, I didn't want to have kids. And when we got married, I remember my mother-in-law's, well, we're going to have the grandchildren come in there because they really want grandchildren. Mm -hmm. And my parents as well. So everybody was like... You know, you guys have been married for a while. Yeah. <laughs> when are you guys going to have kids? So I was like, I was liking going on vacations and just worrying about ourselves, you know. Mm-hmm. But then as, as you know, as our marriage, you know, six years in, like, all right, she this is a dream of hers. And, you know, I support that. And mm-hmm. I, let's see how what happens, you know. So whenever it didn't happen, I was like, wow, that it kind of hurt. I, yeah. I remember talking to my parents and telling them, like, I don't I don't think I'm going to be able to be, be a father, you know, and give you grandchildren and I, I broke down I remember mm. talking to them and then my mom was like no don't worry we're you know we, we stand on the word you know we, his promise you know so yeah. don't don't worry it's gonna it's gonna happen for you guys I really believe it <laughs> so yeah. you know that got me in peace you mm-hmm. know and then you know they got me some vitamins to take and yeah so it worked out, it worked <laughs> out. <laughs> that's awesome uh-huh. three, three months later we we got pregnant with yeah. AJ with nice. AJ. Three months. What? After that news. After the news. After you were like, I hate it. <laughs> right? Because, I mean, do you get angry? Uh, do you get sad, angry, like all these feelings? I, I was, I was sad. I was upset with God, I think, when I got the news. And then it being Mother's Day weekend. Yeah. That was tough. I didn't want to go to church, but I went. I sang that day. I and I was like, oh, my God, this is so hard. Like, because it's even the videos are right. Pastor Ruthie coming up mm-hmm. and honoring all the moms, stand up. And every, and I'm just like, it's just like a stab mm-hmm. after another stab. And no one knows, yeah, right? Because totally. we didn't tell a lot yeah. of people. But I'm like, man, that was so hard to just show up. Is mm-hmm. that why you jumped up that day and were like, shut up? No, I'm joking. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm joking. <laughs> but, um... <clears throat> What were we saying? <laughs> so you got all this You got stuff mad at God. Mad at yes, God. I got really upset with him because why would you put this desire for me to be a mom and then just take it away? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like sometimes he gives us this passion for our calling or for, you know, things that he mm-hmm. has for us. Mm-hmm. And and um, so I felt like that was given from him. And so I didn't understand why he wouldn't give me a child if you give me like this desire mm-hmm. so bad to have a child. And so I remember going out of town for um, a worship thing with Global Force at the yeah. time. We went to, what is it called? Uh, down the border, I know it was close to Mexico. It's the it's valley, yeah. the valley area, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. valley area. And so I was dealing with all that. Again, a lot of people don't know, and so I was just keeping it to myself and one of the worship sets um while we're singing I felt like I needed to bow down so I bowed down I mean it was really heavy the presence so I bowed down as much as I could um and I and I told God I was like I love you even if I never get to experience being a mother mm-hmm. like I love you and I will worship you and I will live for you even if I never experienced that. And I mm-hmm. think that's when I truly surrendered, mm-hmm. like literally bowing down ev- yeah. in all aspects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I surrendered Fire. and I said, that's how much I love you. Like, I don't want to just 
sing about it. Mm -hmm. I want to live it. And so I will sacrifice my desire as being a mom to give you glory however you want me to do. And so I, that's what happened. And after the service, <laughs> some lady comes up to me and um, she said, I never do this. And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's like, but I just feel like God wants me to tell you something. But I never do this, so I'm really nervous. And if I'm wrong, I'm scared. You know, so I was just like, it's okay. She said, when you bow down, I saw a seed coming down from heaven. And she said it represented children. Mm. And so she's like, you're going you're gonna to have kids. So, of course, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like a mess. And so Angel's with me. And so we're like, oh, my God. And so <clears throat> we get home from that trip. And I take a pregnancy test, and I'm pregnant. Nice. <laughs> Fire. That was Fire. so cool. Yeah. Okay, so, so now, kid. boom, you're going to have kids. You have AJ. Mm -hmm. uh, AJ's growing up. Brian, everything's exciting. And then you're like, you're going to have more kids. This was your, your plan. Are you going to? Well, you... we were trying for a whole year. Okay. And so I remember, you know, every month when I would get would women get yeah. I yep. would be so sad I'm like oh I'm not mm -hmm. and then the next month oh I'm not and so it it just felt like such a long journey with Jojo and so when we finally you know got pregnant with him we were so excited but I thought it was a girl because I'm like I feel like I'm meant to have a girl yeah and we found out it was a boy so I was like oh my god so you get pregnant again <laughs> You get pregnant again. After okay. a year. Okay, yeah. so we're going to go to commercial break. We're going to come back, and we're going to talk about JoJo. We'll be right okay. back. <laughs> we are back. Welcome back, you guys. Where were we? We are, you know, hearing this amazing journey, right? So God transforms the, the, the desire, right? And you surrender completely. You guys get AJ, um, and now you're trying again, and it's difficult, and there's a year going by, and then um, what happens? Which says she gets pregnant mm -hmm. with JoJo, right? That's what happens? Yes. Okay, tell us. So it was 2020. <clears throat> yep. Right? yep. Yep. So the whole pandemic, like all this stuff. So in the beginning, everything's unknown. So I'm like freaking out. Like I'm pregnant. Like mm -hmm. I don't want this Yeah, to and then the news is all like everyone's high risk and pregnant, you know, and everybody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, I did get COVID mm -hmm. while I was pregnant. All of us did. We, we all did. Oh, yeah. You're like, no. <clears throat> while she was pregnant. I was like, we do everything as a family. Because <laughs> we all tested positive. Well, Not well, one of like, them. She's like, come here. That's <laughs> you, you will. If I'm sick, you're sick. Oh, my yeah. gosh. But I just remember it was a rough year in general. Mm -hmm. And being pregnant and just trying not to be scared but like the media like we right. have to stop watching right. the news at some point because we're like yeah half the company <laughs> in my job got let go and wow. am i gonna keep my job and there's just a lot of unknown uh, mm. yeah it's okay tell us what happens but we're excited mm -hmm. to have jojo yeah. we find out it's a boy mm -hmm. um and then we well, before you say that we decided that this was our last one this oh yeah Okay, mm -hmm. this is gonna last. I'm tying my tubes okay. after JoJo. Wow, I'm getting older. I'm like, it's, the pregnancies were rough. Yeah, like all, all of them. them. <laughs> all of them. Yeah, I remember. And so, yeah, they were just. I couldn't eat. They didn't. They didn't like food for some reason. <laughs> um, but 
Yeah, I we made a decision we were just gonna have two. Yeah. And which which made me a little sad because I thought I would have that girl, you know, and and we were like, all right, we're gonna have two boys. Mm. Yeah. That's how it is, you know. But you were low key happy though, because you're like, I don't gotta worry about a boyfriend. Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because when we found out he was still wanted a little bit, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know, but I always had a picture of having a boy and a girl. Me too. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he's probably just making the most of what yeah. you know. Okay, yeah. well, because he can't be like, no, I don't want you. You yeah. know, he's like, gotta, <laughs> he's gotta find the happy side. But I got excited once we. Like definitely, oh, like, yeah. okay, it's a boy. Okay, <coughs> yeah, two boys. I'm yeah, excited. You yeah. see him wearing, wearing a rockets jersey, all kind yeah, of stuff. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Like so, I started making plans, like bunk beds and mm. matching outfits with AJ. I'm um, like all these cute little <laughs> things, right? All the boy in my stuff. Yeah, yeah. So in my head, I would start creating all these future stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we talk a lot about the future, and then January hits, and I'm bleeding and cramping. And so I'm trying not to freak out. And I remember texting some people from the church, like, pray for me, but this is kind of scary. And I'm way past the Mm -hmm. first trimester. So usually you hear about this in the first trimester. It's more common, Mm -hmm. unfortunately. And then once you hit the second, the chance of something happened to to the baby is much lower. So I had already been in the second, so I'm like, I'm good. So to have this cramps and bleeding was throwing me off. But in my mind, I'm like, I'm good. Like, this has got to be something else. And I remember um, going to the hospital alone because they had these rules for 2020. There couldn't be no yeah. kids or anything. Yeah. And so this was kind of like an emergency. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get a babysitter. So he stayed home. So that was really hard looking yeah. back, being alone. And so I... I went to check on the baby, and I remember starting to feel weird. And the first um, nurse checks, not on the ultrasound, she checks on this monitor, and she couldn't hear it, and she was checking and checking, and she's like, hold on. And I knew, I was like, okay, something's happening. Then another Mm. nurse comes in, Mm. and then another nurse. So at the time, like, before you know it's three people in there looking at this ultrasound, and so I knew. I knew it because I, I was looking at it. And when you see, I don't know if you know, the ultrasound, there's a baby, there's like a blinking. And it's like, it's just so cute. It's like a blinking thing. And there was no blinking. And so I knew. I just, I think my whole world crashed before they even said it. And so they're like, we're so sorry. And I just, I don't know, I, I kind of went numb. And I told the nurse that I couldn't drive, that I couldn't, like, I just, I couldn't move. (laughs) So she had to, with her cell phone, (laughs) to call him and get him to come. Mm. And so, and uh, somehow pick me up. And then that same night, I had to check in the hospital um, so they can deliver him. Mm. So I went from this excitement, um matching outfits and bunk beds to hey he's gone and you need to come back and he needs to get come out yeah Mm -hmm. and it it was just like so much at like one time and so i i just remember i didn't eat that day i i was i think i was more in shock so how do you how do you how'd you feel like you get the call call. (laughs) oh man my my whole life just like like that sinking feeling, mm-hmm. yeah. my heart just dropped, and 
I was with AJ and I remember getting that call and I was worried like because she, she said she didn't feel good and yeah. you know this is not normal and so I'm you know just waiting for a phone call waiting for a phone call and then finally some random person calls me I don't know this phone number and then it's a nurse and she she told me that we lost the baby and I broke down and just held my AJ I had AJ at the time so I held him and just cried and you know, just just uh, started calling people to come take care of the kid. You know, mm -hmm. while I go, you know, pick her up, and uh, it was just um, it was a bad. I really, I don't even remember. I don't remember the drive to the yeah. hospital. Like just thinking about, wow, this is happening. Like we we were expecting him to be here, and all of a sudden now, you know, he's not here. You know, I you know I had already pictured a life with him, and yeah. it, was, it was really. Uh, you know, I was like, why God, why, why would you do this? You know, why? Like, this is, this hurts a lot. Why mm -hmm. would you do this? I remember just being sad at the time and then seeing my wife coming home and then the delivery and then I, I actually saw our baby. Uh, it was rough, rough seeing him. I did want to see him though. Um, she didn't, she hasn't seen him to this day. We have, we do have pictures of him. Um, and um, it's just um, it was it was hard, and, and I remember I just I cried a whole day. I cried, just laid in bed and and laid with her, and just cried with her, and cried with my parents, and just cried, cried. And then when that that week, I guess it was a week of crying it out, you right. know, I I remember just getting furious, upset, mm -hmm. angry, angry, angry with God. Um, and then I remember Pastor calling us, and I was like, I don't want to hear right now. In my head, I didn't say yeah. that to you. Yeah. Right? In my head, I don't want you to come tell me anything, you know. Well, and that this is a test from God, mm, or like, yeah. I, I didn't want to hear that, and I, because I've, you know, I've, I've, I've been in ministry all yeah. for the most part of my life, so I, I just did, didn't want to hear that. So what I did, how I coped with with the hurt, was I just dug, I just, I just buried myself in work. Just mm. buried myself in work. I remember working super late nights, working from home. Just I buried myself, just working, and I buried myself with ministry as well. Um, I, I, at the time, there's a pandemic. You know, we're focusing more on live streaming, mm. so that was a challenge for me. So I just buried myself in that project mm. and buried myself in work <clears> and try not to like think about it. And that's how I dealt with it um, during yeah. the time. Um, okay, so what's happening? How are you? So he's, he's angry. He's angry. I'm so sad like this sorrow that I can't even explain yeah. it's like this really deep great sorrow and so I I remember like I guess when you're grieving a lot of people understand that you have moments where you like forget and then you have to like re-remember so I would you know I don't drink something and I'm like oh I can't drink that and I'm like wait I can't drink it now because he's not in there. Or like if I laid down on my stomach, I would get up and I'm like, oh, I'm not supposed to do that. And then again, oh yeah, I can now. Like it was wow. just like all these ups and downs. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people that grieve in general, like, oh, let me call my mom or my dad. I was like, oh no, I can't. You know, like it's like this wave, like you have to like remember that they're gone. And so I would have a lot of those moments. And so uh, it's it was just, I feel like we were zombies for a while. We were mm -hmm. just kind of floating around, and AJ is there, so we're yeah. trying to be super strong. So I cry at night or in the shower. 
um, so he wouldn't see mommy crying so much. Like, we'd, how old is the AJ at this time, and what was that like as parents to have to, you know, you lose one child, but then you have one that you have to, you know, he kind of knew, right? He yeah, knew that good. he had a brother. <laughs> he a he didn't bit. really grasp it. So okay. I'm, I feel like I'm grateful for that. Right. Because if he was older, because he was like three, three and a half. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he, so he doesn't understand. He doesn't no, understand he yet. was just like, because I would tell him, you know, Treasure's in the belly. And he's just like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but if he was older, yeah. I feel like, ugh, just the questions that would have came out. Like, why? Mm-hmm. Why would mm-hmm. that happen? You know, like, I, I wasn't ready. So I'm a little grateful that he was kind of yeah. Yeah. not understanding. He did ask about him the other day, though. <laughs> now that he's five, he's like, why is he in heaven? Why mm-hmm. is he not here with yeah. us? You know? So it... You know, it's better now than mm-hmm. <laughs> the yeah. time. In the moment. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I forgot to tell you guys. So I had a dream in 2019 that I was gonna have a girl. Wow! Um, Just before JoJo. Yeah, before we got yeah. before we got pregnant. Yeah. And I had written down my notes, which I found the other day. I had written it down. It was December 29th. I'm gonna have a girl. C-section. <laughs> that was the dream. And so when we got pregnant in 2020, we found out it was a boy and that his due date was June. I remember thinking, okay, well, that was like for somebody else. That was random. <laughs> yeah. And so after JoJo, um, the Lord reminded me of that dream. But I didn't want to, right? Right. It was too soon to think about trying again because, man, like to try after that, Ugh, yeah, because now you just you're you, like, your what? brain's on the on the mm-hmm. war side, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, so it's scary <laughs> to try again, but um, somehow I I refused. I don't know, like the the little ounce of strength that I had <laughs> left, the, the mustard mm-hmm. seed that I had, because it literally was the tiniest thing. I told him in the car on the way back home, because by the way, it was the same hospital the same floor the same hallway wow. as aj but wow. totally different scenario different right? experience different floor though that was the third floor it's the same one okay because <laughs> yeah. yeah. they only have that one floor for that yeah it was like in a corner though they made sure not to have like yeah, kids crying yeah. yeah they made sure to yeah. be nice right. on that aspect right. but um <laughs> but yeah so i'm leaving to go home after my baby stays there. I'm yeah. never gonna see him. Right. I'm never gonna hold him. Yep. Never, like I'm just empty. And then this mom walks out in a wheelchair with her newborn, and I'm just like, oh my god, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is like the worst timing for her to come out at the same time as me. And I remember in the car telling Angel like, no, I refuse. I refuse to believe that that's the last memory in that hospital. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't want to try again because I'm scared. I I want to try again because I like I refuse to like that's not the ending of our story yeah. right yeah, yeah like it's not like I just prophesied it I believed it I claimed it like whatever little little ounce of strength that I had that that's what I kept telling myself and so when the Lord reminded me of that dream I was like oh, I don't know and then um, then the Lord gave me uh, a name Evelyn. And so I remember Googling what it means, and it meant a wished for child. 
And it could have meant anything. Mm-hmm. It could have meant mm-hmm. Grace <laughs> or something. Just something yeah. vague. Yeah. Most names are pretty vague. Mm-hmm. That was so specific. It freaked me out a little bit. Yeah. So he gives me a girl name. He reminds me of the dream. And so I want to share it with him. Mm. And he wants nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he yeah. literally went like this no <laughs> he's like I don't want to hear yeah, it I don't want to think of. Mm-hmm. he was just so upset and frustrated um, wow. I don't know we're going to go to a break and then we're going to continue with the story uh, we'll be right back alright we're back we are back and so what happens yeah I'm interested to know that yeah. um, that shift right because like you said y'all are zombies you know it's really difficult but then you have this glimmer of hope God gives you a name God gives you the date right and angel mm-hmm. doesn't want to hear it so then what what's that like for you what happens what happens uh, so there's evidence does evidence happen well you happened oh <laughs> I happened okay uh, pastor um, pastor Juan and pastor Lucy took us to a um counseling session Mm -hmm. and we had i believe two sessions Mm -hmm. and then we had two zoom sessions because it was in dallas yeah Yeah, yeah. so it was a different city yeah great trip by the way but go ahead (laughs) yeah so he gave us a lot of perspective Mm -hmm. um he's lost a lot actually (laughs) he's lost his wife his grandson his son um so speaking about losing someone he he definitely understood Mm. and he um he just gave us i don't know just different ways to think and cope i think the the number one question that everybody asks when something goes wrong that is out of our control Mm. whether it's cancer or someone Mm -hmm. dying or a hurricane messing up your house or losing your job things that you not necessarily you reap what you sow like it just happened yeah yeah you didn't do anything wrong um we tend to ask why right that's the number yeah. one mm-hmm. why god why me why this why 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 and and um he said instead of asking why ask what do you want to come out of this mm-hmm. what do you want from me in this yeah. what do you want to i guess use this for right and so changing the why to what Mm -hmm. was a huge i think a huge deal for you um because of the anger of why would you do this and you know if if you start going on the why you can really go deep in a real dark place yeah yes because you see like people that are abusive parents having yeah Mm -hmm. 10 kids Mm -hmm. and then here we are like we're just gonna love and spoil them we can't even have you know so you start getting into like why Mm -hmm. does that person get to end this and i you know so um the why really is because we live in a fallen world that is going to have tragedy a lot of tragedy Mm -hmm. yeah and that's the why (laughs) it's not god punishing you it's not god mad at you it's not oh well you shouldn't have sinned this way or your yeah. parents shouldn't have done it's that's not the god that we we serve and that yeah. we believe in it's really just life life is hard sometimes mm-hmm. and yeah. So yeah yeah i think that was the sh- the beginning of the shift right. i guess for that, you that trip helped me tremendously because seeing another man and uh, talk to us mm-hmm. and he's he has gone through way more than what I have gone through. Yeah. He's lost so much, and he's alone, you know? 
but he he's so happy mm. he's so happy to serve god and he's so happy to help people so yeah. big shout I, out to pastor tommy pastor, pastor tommy mm-hmm. man <laughs> love pastor tommy every time we go to dallas shout out to i always see him <laughs> give him a hug cool. uh, but yeah he he helped me tremendously uh, i'm a visual person so you know seeing him and how happy he was mm-hmm. in in the midst of all the stuff that he lost right. uh, all the people that he lost his family and he's still serving god joyfully and he's gonna do that till the day he dies yeah. you know oh, he's so older. that that helped me tremendously to move forward and you know just stand on that verse of romans eight twenty eight. you know all things work together exactly yeah. it's a cliche but but it's it's, it, it's a cliche it's that, that a lot of people say. Yeah. It. A lot of people, people say, say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. And I'm not people trying to, say it, but they don't, it, they don't live it. Yeah. People this say it. It's easy to say it, but whenever yeah. you're in yeah, yeah. the middle of it yeah. and you're in a dark place, it's not easy. It's not a cliche. And it's that's not, actually when we apply <laughs> verses like that. Mm-hmm. It's right. the funny part. We think it's only like in the good season. Like that's actually yeah. what the verse that's, is for. It's why it's a promise. It's easy to say that when you're everything's good, but it's very very hard to stand on that word. Yeah. when you're in a, in, a, in a dark place like that. So, yeah, totally. Yeah. So, so how soon after, um, you know, receiving, going to the counseling, mm-hmm. receiving the name, receiving yep. the dream, and then you guys talk about it, and what happens? What happens? When you, when, when I get what? pregnant. You get pregnant. How, how long was how this? Long when was Two it? months. Wow. Two months. So what did that feel so like? It was, it was scary to right. me yeah, because right. I'm still grieving. Mm-hmm. Two months isn't enough to get over it. Yeah. I, I don't think I'll ever get over right, it, to right. be honest. It's something... That we're gonna carry till we die yeah till we yeah. see him again yeah. Yeah. um like we'll, we're never gonna be whole and it's mm-hmm. you know it, it is what it is that's how much we loved him um but yeah i'm still sad and grieving and then i'm like whoa and excited <laughs> and happy and, and, scared. and scared, scared and yeah. nervous it's like this whole roller coaster of emotions and I remember saying, I don't want to tell anybody because <laughs> you retelling the story of Jojo like that no, early. Yeah. Like one, once everybody knew we were pregnant, once we announced it was a boy and then he's gone, I had to tell so many people. I'm pregnant. And so, yeah. no, that, oh, I, the, that, the that I, he's yeah. gone. Like, how's yeah. the baby? Well, he's with Jesus. You know, like, so it was just, that's the first thought was like, I don't want to tell anybody because if something happens, you know, I would have to retell it over and over again. But I don't know if it was you or they're like, nothing's gonna happen. They're mm-hmm. like, no, like we're not gonna, we're not going to yeah. doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember the doctor, I was having like a panic attack on one of the ultrasounds. Cause I didn't, I, I, um, I always feel sick when I'm pregnant. Mm-hmm. And that week I felt normal. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of like what happened with Jojo. I was normal. And, and then we found out he was gone. So I was freaking out that I felt normal. Mm. And so the doctor was like, let's check. And we saw the heart and everything. And she, she even prayed for me. I didn't even know she was a believer. And wow. she's like, God That's has dope. a plan. You just got to have faith. And I nice. was like, okay. <laughs> I just want to hear it, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hear the heart. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just a lot of scary moments. Right. And and not that I didn't have faith, but it's just my humanity takes over. I think that's why there's so many scriptures on like, don't fear. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Yeah. Because we're gonna fear. Exact. We're gonna right. fear, right? right? So he's like, it's okay. Yeah, every verse is a promise <laughs> according to our fallen nature, you know, to our fleshly nature. That's what the. That's why we need it. <laughs> yeah, it's 
It was definitely a lot. And then we found out it was a girl. So most definitely we're going to name her Evelyn. And, mm. and the due date? It was December. Nice. Just like the dream. Yeah. That gave wow. us a little piece there. A little mm-hmm. piece there that, mm-hmm. you know, that the, the dream that she had was not for nothing. You right. know, that's definitely, that was the plan to have. Evelyn was yeah. planned to be on this earth. That's so good. that gave us a little piece there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. I, I she love just that. turned one, right? Yes. Just turned yeah. one. Yep. Turned that's one awesome. to a party. Yeah. <laughs> party. yeah. That's what's up, man. So you guys now have your Evelyn, and you guys are excited. Oh yeah. Yes. She's she's as taking my heart. Hey, you, you, usually, uh, you know, we do segments and stuff. I want to do one segment, but yeah. I want to immediately put you in the car. You mm-hmm. know? Okay. So would you explain the segment? Uh, dear younger me, all right. So we're back to the future. Hop in the DeLorean. Take us back to a younger version of yourself. What were you like? How old were you? And if you could give yourself a piece of advice, what would it be? Okay. And so this is the. I'm gonna He's put you. He's picking the destination. I am picking your destination. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Because I, 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 I want. <laughs> I, I feel like it's important. You know, because when I hear you, even though I understand when you say, "Hey, you know, like I'm gonna be whole," you, you, you're making it because you are whole. If that makes any sense, because Christ is really like I look at your lives and I see you your fullness. Even though I understand what you're saying by a messy spot, but in your wholeness, in your in your peace, because you're in Christ, is how you keep overcoming day by day. Right, every day you keep overcoming every day, every day, and that is like you know that's a hallelujah moment right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. But um, so I put you back in the car. What would you say to uh, parents? who are in the, you know, what would you say, basically, no, what would you say to yourself, knowing now what you know? What would you say to yourself? What would you say to Angel? Dad. Yeah, Angel. to the dad. Mm-hmm. What, what would Angel say to Angel? With what you know now in your life, you have Evelyn and all that, what would you say to that Angel that was, like, angry, like, going through the, what would you say to that Angel? Well, I, I would tell him to, you know, don't be angry for sure. <laughs> sure. Don't be angry. Uh, this is just a this this pain will always be there, but you know it'll it'll pass. This this storm will pass, mm. and there is you know there's a purpose and there is something on the other side that that will give you peace. And, mm. and, that, and Evelyn's the one that gave me gave us peace. Um, she's wow. She's just changed my world upside down for sure. Mm. Um, just just seeing her smile growing up every day i'm so thankful to god that he gave me a chance to be her dad so you know the the storm will pass that's what i would tell you know angry angry you're not going to be angry this is just a period it's okay to be angry be Mm -hmm. angry it's okay but it's going to pass this will pass and don't just stand on don't 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 lose your sight on on jesus you know he's still he's still love He's always gonna love you. That's you really know, good. Do not, do not lose that. Mm-hmm. Do not lose that, and just move forward. That's nice. Yeah. Okay. What would this Mariana tell that Mariana? What advice would you give to yourself? Uh. <laughs> right, because well, the. Well, it actually. Well, I wouldn't say it actually happened. The future me didn't say nothing, but yeah. I feel like the Holy Spirit reminded me of like the dreams and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess what I would tell me or anybody going through it, um, that God really is the foundation that we stand on or else we can't make it. There's no way. There's no mm. way that I would have survived 
any of the the battles. Like there there really is no way. I would have quit. I would have left. I would have maybe our marriage would have been over. Like AJ would have been neglected. I I don't know. Without Jesus, we can't do it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I would say, you know, the foundation always has to be Jesus and trust him in spite of how it looks or feels. Uh, he is the source of our joy, our hope, um, our peace. So when we don't have that because life, you know, I don't think this is, I mean, I would hope this is the last storm, <laughs> but I'm sure it's not the last storm. And when they come, if we can just hold on to that fact that Jesus is is with us and that he is our peace and our joy. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that we can't overcome, really. Like the worst, I feel like that's the worst thing that could ever happen to someone, <laughs> and we made it, <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's by the grace of God and His hand. It's, it's really good. But yeah, I know you guys, uh, you know, shared obviously Jesus being the foundation. But how would you say um, just your relationship with Christ individually, and maybe together, you know, as a couple? Because like you said, if you didn't have Christ, it would have been a different story. But how do you believe that your faith has um, either changed or grown since going through that storm? Well, my faith has grown tremendously since that. Um, You know, I fully, definitely, if I don't think my relationship with God would be as strong as it is now Mm -hmm. if I wouldn't have gone through that storm. Wow. Mm. Definitely, definitely need, I mean, I didn't need that, but um, I guess, you know, it helped. It helped me. It refined you. It refined me. Yeah, like like that song. Do you really want that? Do you really want that? Do you really want that? Do you really want that when you're singing that? It's yeah. it hurts. That's that was the biggest tragedy in my life is mm-hmm. losing our baby boy and you know no parents should bury their child and, and that that hurt a lot. But wow. but it made my my faith stronger definitely mm-hmm. um, in every possible way financially yeah. everything. My faith has grown because That's of good. that. That's good. Yeah. Amen. Marina? I think my worship changed. That's good. How so? Um, sometimes we worship um, like as a routine or in the feelings or in our emotions. But worshiping when it hurts like hell is something else. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> a whole nother worship. Like I still think you're good even though you could have saved him and you didn't. You could have because we serve a God that's so big and so powerful Mm -hmm. that nothing's too difficult for him so he could have he could have saved jojo but he didn't and i'll still worship that's fine and i still think he's good and so my worship really like just shifted to i don't know i guess i was more serious about it It, it, not that i wasn't but it's just more like Oh, his faith is different. My worship is Tried different. Tried and tested, really you know? It's really good. Amen. I, I, I want to thank you guys for yeah. being on the show and being Shout vulnerable and really opening up. I, I know these things are, I, th- I feel like these things are a part of the process when we get to share and uh, be vulnerable. So Amen. thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Thank, thank you guys for, for being us. here.
Juan Martinez from This Is Real. And I'm Stephanie Rave, and we're so glad you joined us. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to like, share, and subscribe, and turn on your notification bell so you get notified every single time we have a new episode. And don't forget, in Houston, Texas, on 100.7 FM, every single Saturday night, we're on the airwaves from 6.30 to 7.30, man, with real people, real problems, real solutions. The show is rocking. Amen. But not only that, not only is the show rocking, we're also reaching 53 cities 51 state and county jails and prisons and what we're doing is we're bringing the word to them we're bringing them some laughter fire. and some good times and some fire Amen. and so uh for that we need some partners so if you want to partner with us please click on the link below and don't forget to follow us on social media hashtag this is real or on any other platforms pastor juan martinez hey that's a wrap peace